0: Don't the be doing brushes all
1: that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh this, God. Yeah. this is what happens between the brushes. Oh God. Anyway, we are a podcast for artists by us artists. Yeah, we paint and stuff. It's uh Raven and Irene, aka Raven Strokes. Raven, plug yourself in. What's your at? What's your at Instagram? <laughs> See, I am
0: Every time <laughs> you are plugged in. Your headphones are plugged no, in, I, yes. I, it's yeah. Ravy. All the time. <laughs> Every day. What's your Instagram, Raven? Tell them so they can follow you. In oh. case they ain't hear the last one. You're right. It's Ravy R A Y V three Eyes. You know. Ain't if, you <laughs> if you could spell. If you could spell.
1: And it's me, Irene, aka Strokes. And you can find me at Strokes in Quotes on Instagram. Just like that. We have our guest today, um, artist Johnny aka at <laughs> you <laughs> can't draw Johnny Johnny plug yourself and you know what you love to talk about yourself.
2: Good morning. I'm happy you recognize it. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> everyone. I'm just playing, huh? Hello, Strokes. How you doing? <laughs> Meow, Meow. Boo Boo Kitty. All right. <laughs> What's going on is you can't draw Johnny. Lowercase U C A N T Draw Johnny Uh, How y'all doing this morning?
1: And we're at uh, Corporate Thugging Media um, here at 6363 Richmond Avenue. You can come do your podcast. If you need office space, they are renting it out. So make sure you um, follow them at Corporate Thugging Media, just like that, on Instagram. And uh, we have Antho here representing Corporate Thugging Media. He's going to chime in a little bit also on this topic. So, Antho, if you want to plug yourself in, go
3: ahead. Hi. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just like that yeah. okay <laughs>
3: you pretty much did everything for me appreciate it
1: no no problem no problem um and uh we just want to let y'all know that our intro song is by kk talented and you can follow him on instagram also so if you're looking for some beats and you like our intro you can follow him at kk talented um so today for our artist guest we have Hey, you can't draw Johnny and he's going to talk about himself a lot. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Ma.
0: Oh, my God. It's gonna so, no, no, yeah. Okay,
1: so introduce yourself. Tell us what you're about and whatever you want people to know about you. And then, of course, we'll have some questions for you.
2: So, um, go ahead. A little bit about me, man. I'm a, I'm a brother. I'm just a brother that draw. <laughs> you know, I like to get that point across. So, you know, um, I'm a father. What
1: does that mean? What's, what's a, brother
2: a brother that can draw. A, a brother to draw is like I, I humbly, sarcastically say that because it stems from drawing being slept on in any type of art. So when they see the greatness that I've done, I be like, man, I'm just a brother that draw. You know, I'm just drawing, man. It ain't so. The, it's it ain't a modest,
1: question.
2: humble comment. It's a modest comment. Humble, <laughs> slightly arrogant, but but it's Super. not. Yeah, you know what I mean just just humble saying, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just a brother to draw. I be like, oh, I see. You. I'm just a brother to draw. I'm, I'm the same brother that you saw drawing four or five years ago. <laughs> That's it.
1: Four or five years ago. Yeah. So what happened four or five years ago? Four or
2: five years ago, I was drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Boys is out here drawing. That's it.
1: Okay, what were you drawing four or five years ago?
2: Um, four or five years ago, it was more so because art and uh, illustrations drawing, always been with me since childhood so it was just a way of me uh, expressing myself whether I was drawing in a notebook tablet and getting in trouble about it at school or when I had a black book before the internet was the internet how it was I would take it with me at a setting and I just haven't drawn to it when I got bored you know what I mean Like I'll be like okay I'm not feeling nothing here so this is my escape before social media what, what so
1: when would you say that you started drawing
2: at the age of five
1: at five years old. What were you drawing at five years old?
2: Dead um, bodies and stuff and uh, demons.
1: Oh, awesome. And your parents didn't look into that. And they were they like, oh, my God, you need help. Oh. I'm joking. <laughs>
2: nah, um, it, it all started when my dad, he uh, he like traced the picture of Mickey Mouse. And I thought he drew it. And so they're like, wow, I want to draw, too. This is going to be perfect. <laughs> this is going to lead into an ongoing, loving career. So when he traced it... Um, then i start getting into the comics and that's when i start drawing on the back of books that you're supposed to read but i was like Nah, i'm gonna draw this um, like Jigglypuff. You know, when everybody falls asleep, she draw on everything. I'm like, I was the H Town Jigglypuff.
1: You're the H Town Jigglypuff. Low key. <laughs> Is that what you wanna you can't draw Johnny to be known as no, the H Town Jigglypuff? I mean, I'm
2: just saying I can grab the mic the right. to sleep and then I just start drawing on everything. You have
1: to sing you have to sing Jigglypuff right now. I'm not singing You Jigglypuff. have to. <laughs> That's excellent. so you do voiceovers too you're super talented wow i'm
2: starting to discover that as i'm growing older when i get away from people they'll be like what are you doing and i just get this little quiet dark room and i just start doing weird stuff i'm like that sounds cool maybe i should put that into the world and see what happens
1: so like your drawing could turn into like animation you can like do a cartoon and do all the voiceovers for it
2: low-key i can
1: so have you ever done that
2: um no it's very time-consuming to do animation.
1: No, no, I think I've seen your uh, stories. You like to do a
2: oh Scribble Club.
1: Johnny, and you kind of do that also, no?
2: Yes, um, Scribble Johnny um, emerged. And, okay, when I realized my life was born in, like, 2016, 2015, it's Snapchat. I think that's when it was hot. And um, everybody was posting their life. And I was like, damn, I ain't doing nothing fun on the weekend. So I was like, I'm just going to tell a story. And so in it all, it's called Pillow Talk with Johnny Ray, but the character name is Scribble Johnny. And the pillow talk plays in different ways. So I'm telling my business, but yet, but yet I'm also laying on a pillow and talking because that's what I was doing. I had my phone. I was laying on the pillow. I was recording. I was talking and I was drawing. And so I, the first story I told was when, uh, when I was 17 years old and I saw this chick that I thought was hot. My dad was like, go talk to her. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. He was like, well, I'm gonna put you on. And then he was like, my son likes you. It was the most
3: embarrassing <laughs> shit ever. So, wait, wait,
1: wait. Don't don't skip over that. What did exactly your father do? Like, tell us a like line by line what your father did.
2: Man, he was And everything he said. Man, he was like, have confidence, son Jesus. Like, he you know he, my dad's overly <laughs> religi- religious, so he like he probably prayed for me real quick or something <laughs> to, to get the shrift to go talk to the chick. <laughs> But uh, he goes to her, and he's like, my son likes you. She had glasses. Her name was Brittany. I never saw her again. Just to let you know, (laughs) it didn't work out for me. So um, I had a flip phone, and I think I got her number. And so I didn't have no car back then. And so she wanted, um, actually, she was impressed. She called the house phone. I don't know why she called it. I had a cell phone. But she called the house phone, and we set arrangements to meet at the mall. So I wanted to borrow the car. Of course not. But they going to drop me off. So he uh we listened to the Isley Brothers and he like prepping me up for this. Um, how did he prep you? He was just Jimmy Isley Brothers. Come on, tell us, tell Jim, us. See, Br- we're
1: women. We we don't know how men get prepped for. <laughs> how uh, I got
2: prepped was Jimmy Isley Brothers is probably a quick prayer before I got. <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> Which song by Izzy Brothers? Um, so.
2: Voyage to Atlantis. All that, all the great classics. Like <laughs> it was a long drive to Willowbrook Ball from the north side of Houston. <laughs> so we get there and um. Oh girls there and he was like, Alright son, ask her to take you home. I said, what the... <laughs> What?
1: Like take you home to your house yeah, or take you home like, to her house? Hey,
2: what's the deal? I know we just ate cookies at the mall, but you wanna take me home next. <laughs> like, no man, I was so tell me why, like I was I was even more fat, you know what I mean? So I'm the type when I was young, I get nervous, I stand there and start sweating and shit. So. <laughs> So I walk through the mall, right? Like Keegan
1: Peel, uh, when he's nah, talking I just, about the porn nah, nah, type I just, sweating, just a little
2: moisture, you know. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh yeah, I just love a water fountain, you know. Be I mean? like, so we're just walking around the mall, and I'm just trying to get to know this girl, like awkwardly, socially. It, this stemmed away from art, but we're gonna get back to the pillow talk story. <laughs> this, no, this was the right. first story I drew, right? And so, yeah, and uh, my dad had texted me. On my, hold on, my dad, interruptions. My dad had texted me. And uh, he was like, you got this, son, uh, in Jesus' name. And I didn't have that in Jesus' name. And I was
0: embarrassed. <laughs> and, uh,
2: and yeah. And so that was the first story. I actually drew like a 2015, 2015 put it on Instagram. And then I just kept going. And then. Um,
1: so what made you keep going? Like, did you get a good reaction? Yeah, you know, your- was,
2: Everybody was like, no, this is funny. This is funny. And I'm the messages. And I'm like, well, shit, I got a lot of stories to tell you. There's a lot of people I don't like. So, <laughs>
1: so for you, it was more like the the reaction that you got from people versus like it just being able to express yourself, or is it like a. combination It, it, it was of a both?
2: combination of both because when I had first did it, I was like, um, "This is cool. I never did this before." And I'm like, "Hey, I, I start treating the social media platform like this is on little network." And I was like, "Hey, I can make my own little network. You come to my stuff, you're not gonna see everybody at the club or whatnot. You're gonna see." my humor and my perspective and how I look at things. And that was a way for me to express myself.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, like, um, so tell us about how that graduated into what you are now.
2: Um, just being consistent and being around creative people. Like, the the whole uh, Pillow Talk with Johnny Ray, uh, Scribble Johnny stories was just his own thing itself. I didn't tie that in with my artwork. Because I was still trying to figure myself out as an artist and learn what my um, audience liked. I always had the ability to draw. It like, it's like like me having the skills to draw, but I'm drawing stuff that no one can relate to that follows me. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to draw turtles every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just an example. And I had this exception with Black Panther, especially when the movie was coming out. So that's all I was drawing. For the longest. It's archived. You all never see it again. But, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. And so after Black Panther, what did you do?
2: I kept drawing Black Panther until it released.
0: Okay. I'm joking.
2: <laughs> um, I started... Um, I started realizing what my audience was because I was doing stuff for rappers. You know what I mean? And then their audience was following me. And I was like, man, these people don't, they don't understand. They're not even engaging with my stuff. And so I was like, "Ah, I know why, because this is what the audience came from. It didn't come from an art page or a page where people solely looking for art. So let me do things that appeals to my audience. And when I start doing that, I start seeing results.
1: So what do you think that your audience is?
2: Trap, um, a lot of mixture of man. Can I can I answer this honestly?
1: Uh, duh.
2: Okay, it, my audience is a mixture of <laughs>
1: <laughs> takes off his glasses. Yeah, I the did way, take off my glasses. I can't see it's, this. It's
2: people like just like rap music, hip hop. Uh, people that are trying to do the same as I, and only a few artistic fans and a few creative people. Um, and a lot of rappers.
1: Okay, but but like music is an art kind of form. So, what would you say that you kind of got out from making uh graphic art for musical artists?
2: Um, what I got—it's funny. I I love that you said that because uh, a lot of people know I've done a lot of work with B. King. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, it all ties in to when um Travis Scott had brought Ash up and this all is gonna make sense. Um. B. King had did some albums called World before. Two projects. And then Travis did it. So it sparked controversy in Houston. And so he was very vocal about it. And um,
1: What did he say about it? Can it, you be nah, specific I mean, for I, people?
0: I'm trying to, I'm for, trying to remember so, the specific
2: words. It was just like, I, I seen his interviews. He was like, yo, a conversation should have been had. Like, hey, bro, you like, I'm going to do my version. Like, Because it's stamped that, that Justin Tuff Riley has made these projects. And then here comes Travis Scott, a whole strong... It's like the Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Just coming in. Oh, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna do my thing, and you're we're just gonna kind of overdo what you did. And a lot of people had strong opinions on it. Like, well, he could do his own version, but some people felt like, "Hey, bro, that conversation could happen." Cause
1: right. So please elaborate. For um, so we're not just a Houston based uh podcast. We're gonna speak to people around the world, and a lot of people are not gonna understand um the Houston based. Um, what is Astro World to Houston? Gotcha.
2: Astro World is a monumental theme park to the city of Houston. Um, it was our Disney World. You know what I mean, like, but it was just like in the middle <laughs> between the South Side of Houston. You feel me? And the Southwest, you go there and you have fun all day and. They were trying to pull chicks and all that stuff, you know.
1: So <laughs> being in the middle of South and North Houston, what does that mean? Because we, as as somebody coming from New Jersey, I don't understand the dynamic between the South and the, the South and the North, North side. Tail. Yeah,
2: it's far, <laughs> and it's just two different. It's like two different worlds. It's two different worlds, two different hoods, two different. Uh, what
1: makes it so different?
2: I mean, you have the south side, you have the north side. I can't explain how that you just got. You yeah, just well, got, tell
1: well tell us so <laughs> that so that other people that are looking at Texas and they're looking at Houston, I, they know I'll that like this, what the difference is between the north and the south. The
2: north and the south, the north ride blue and the south ride red. That's <laughs> the, okay. You will be giving it to you in Houston terms. Okay. I, I can't. I won't get in depths of, of the people. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, culture-wise, it was just, it's two different vibes. Like, you have Acres Holmes, and you got Herm Clark. I mean, it's just two different worlds. You feel me? Like, south side of Houston, north side of Houston. I can't go in the very deaf because I only spend a certain amount of time on both ends. So, I used to live on the north side with my dad, not deep in the north side, and I stayed on the south side. And then I moved to the west, and I moved out. Mama got us out the hood. So... <laughs> I can only give that in much of depth. Do your own Google research people on the South Side, North Side of Houston.
1: Okay, okay. Raven, what's like what can you chime in and say about what's the difference between like the north and the south side since you are from Houston? Side,
0: yeah, I'm from Houston, but I stay on the east. So I got nothing to do with the north and the south, but all I can say is like that's one side, that's the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like wherever you go, people got, you know. The north side, the south side. I mean, so I mean,
2: I mean, we, we can get it, it, it's just a lot. It's a lot of grand. Yeah. I you have a north side and a south side here to explain themselves. Okay. You feel know yeah. I me? Mean?
1: We'll have to have that for our future shows. Then <laughs> we'll have like a north side artist and a south side artist. There you go. you go,
2: and they can explain more so their. thugging,
1: thugging type shit. That's what it's sounds like we will not
2: put it in the category nah. of thug and you know what i mean because you come from those environments doesn't mean you're part of it
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: let me get i don't want to get off track though the Astro world yes so um shouts out to my boy yoga boom he gave me the grand idea like we was thinking about it so when the controversy was going on and they were talking about uh King's being vocal by travis scott i decided to draw a parody of it um, because um, Astro brought everybody together. So what I did was, I, I love this city, and I listen to everybody, but this city is so divided. And I was like, there's so many artists that can probably make magic with each other, but these egos, and these, I'm going to stay in my lane, I'm going to stay in yours, because when you're working with people, you have to work with people. But why would you work with somebody when it's working for you? You know what I mean? So I, let's step out of Houston for a second. I listen to music everywhere. I like the movement Cali be doing. I like I love the TDE movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love how diverse they are and how they'll reach out, you know what I mean, other artists, and they'll work with them. So when it came to Houston, I wanted to do an illustration, of putting artists together that you would never see with each other. And then the roller coaster in which I illustrated consisted of Toby from the Squad, Max O'Krean, OMB Blood Laugh, Trader Truth, DJ Mr. Rogers, uh, Derrick Lewis, UFC, to boy, and uh, Travis Scott, and B-King was sitting in the front cart with each other. And on the roller coaster, they were enjoying the ride. Because life is a roller coaster, and we all had to go through this thing together. So as much as it looked like just a little parody, that was the end death. so I was like, you know what, y'all don't get along. I'm going to make y'all get along. And when I did that, it took off in in Houston.
1: So that's amazing because through your art, you were able to bring the north and the south side together.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I ended the beef. <laughs> you're, the like, <laughs> the you're
1: like the you're like the guru for the north and the now, south side. You I, brought them all together. No, nah,
2: it, it did more than that. It it made a, a statement to people. It made a statement to and it's funny because I talked to B King about it the day before. I was like, "Yo, I'm letting you know, I'm drawing you and Travis in the front uh, cart." That he was like, "No, that's cool." Even it's behind the scenes. like oh, no, nah, that's dope. Oh, cool, do that. And when I did that, uh shouts out to Elliot for Houston Trend, put it on that platform, more Houston artists saw it, and then I started extending the theme park. So we started from a roller coaster, extended the whole theme park. So I was like, mm, I can create this world. And I did one for Lil' Kiki, um, I did one for Toby and um and when it kept circulating, that's when Trey got his eyes on it and he summed me he was like, I want one. And that's when I took the picture with him. And then that's what stemmed the coloring book from that.
1: That's pretty dope. Yeah. And so um, let's talk about what kind of tips you would have for artists. Ooh. You know, um, so <laughs> in the last episode, we talked about networking. So let's start with that. What kind of networking, networking? Um, advice would you have for other graphic artists, specifically in your field graphic artists.
2: I'm keeping the game to myself. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, uh
1: I guess that's what you gotta do. Nah, nah,
2: I'm not cause it, it's nothing wrong to share some light. <laughs> it's not it's not wrong to share some light, but then the game is sold to me. But what I say is, um
1: Graphic art, video gra- art, yeah, gra- but YouTube, but, YouTube but, art. This child what? is watching uh <laughs> some banana like
2: it's really disturbing me at this point. <laughs> but I'm I'm we're gonna handle this later because we gotta stop this shit. Like for real. Yeah. It's nothing but flashing lights. <laughs> the, oh, it's a chicken. It's not even a banana this time.
1: But it, that's so interesting because <laughs> because now we have that day and age that like this is what kids are watching. They're I, watching I, on YouTube I'm sorry. somebody who created a we video gonna, artistically gonna, and yes. was like, I'm and, just gonna put this collaboration. My together. Child. But we're gonna get back to <laughs>
2: to helping the, the kid. What I say find out was 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 trendy and, and and make it yours. Own it. You know what I mean? Cause how, now, how
1: do you make it yours? You make it
2: yours. You Without
1: stealing? Because yeah. in the last episode, we were talking about you wouldn't, stealing wouldn't how you make it yours and about. being inspired.
2: Okay. I didn't steal anything from the Astro Roller Coaster I, I created. I think that was an original thing because no one has ever drew the theme park like that. And no one has put important people together to make a statement. They all do their own individual things. So you have to be creative. You have to have a creative mindset. And you have to study. Study. Um, I have books at one point that I had on um, what bought. name is the book? Um, I forgot it's called like envi- something environmental and uh perspective sketching, perspective, perspective, perspective sketching. And I had studied um a couple of videos on YouTube on how to illustrate and study the anatomy. You know, what I mean, I feel if I didn't study those things, I wouldn't be able to catch the ambience or create an environment in which I've done so. You have to put in some studying, and you can draw all day, but. It's like if somebody said, hey, Ken, like the commission I have, I have to draw this character on the stage rocking the crowd. All I got to do is pull up a little bit of information and make my imagination work because I studied.
1: What? Excuse me, what kind of information would you pull up?
2: Um, um Like, say for instance, um, for the uh, next assignment that I'm going to work on, I just look at a, a concert stage and just kind of look at it, get an idea where I'm going to station the characters, perspective views, crowd view, concert. It's just like. However your mind works, you know what I mean? You're creating the scenery, so you got to know specifically what you're typing in and what you're looking for in order to capture that.
1: Okay, can you uh, chime in a little bit about knowing your audience?
2: Um, knowing your audience, knowing where they come from. Um, if your audience comes from the shade room, it's going to be very difficult to to entertain them unless something viral that goes across the world. So... Say, for instance, like um, World War Three. You know what I mean? Everybody was talking about that. You illustrate my World War Three because you see it all over your timeline. If it's close to home, like Houston, something's trending going on here. I know I can capture that and I can capture my Houston people because I know they're paying attention to it. So it's just always trying to keep your ears open and just, just looking to, to what's, what's um, I wouldn't say most of what's popular or what's trendy and what works for you. Or you could just create your own ambience and people are going to rock with it. So it really plays a part. So just knowing um, how do followers. you
1: figure out what's trending
2: because you see it everywhere. Are you going hashtags and you see it? Or, um other outlets will have competitions uh, such as things and you see others so you can tap into that lane? Go, go check in the hashtags.
1: Can you tell us about other outlets? Like, what other outlets do you usually search for? Um, or, like, you know, what's important for what's an important outlet for a graphic artist to go look for?
2: Um, I would say, wow, that's a good question. You can't draw, Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come in <laughs> and get all, all the information. <laughs> nah, um, what's... Um, I, I give them their credit, even though they kind of hold back. You got to be drawing anime. But I say, like, Chocolate City News um, or other sources to where... You know what? I I just just put in graphic art in the hashtags and follow and follow the the pages. This is on the, Instagram. On Instagram, yes. Okay. Yeah, just hit those hashtags into what you're looking for and follow that outlet. And follow it. And 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 start interacting with the people that follow there. You know what I mean? Like I follow designer humor and, and all they do is crack jokes about what graphic artists and what we go through. So those people like humor, right? So I'm like, well shoot, I display humor. Let me go engage with them by liking or commenting on their posts. So I'm talking to somebody when you realize in this virtual world in the palm of my hand, it's not just likes and scrolling. If you go and you engage and you ask and you speak, it's like having a conversation with a person one on one. And then you have a a, right. a common interest and you follow each other. Now you have an organic follower versus somebody just a skim by, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Because I, I feel like that's important, too, because like in person you'll go and like you actually have to talk to people in person. But you can kind of create that same dynamic on the Internet if you all all you got to do is DM a person instead of using your DMs to try to get with a person. Use your DMs to build a relationship with people, um, an artistic relationship, a business relationship with people instead of just the normal like hey i think you're cute kind of thing you know it's important to um know that you can use these social media platforms to build relationships with people that you don't get to see in person let's say they're in another state and you would actually have these conversations with the person in person but you don't get to see them because they're in another state and i feel like at least social media gives us that ability and so uh you talked a lot about like collaboration so like how important is that to you as a graphic artist to be able to collaborate with other artists
2: i have it like with another artist like i used to collaborate with um project wave all the time back in the day like he more so did the color and vector when i had my assignments but then i just started doing it so it's it's important to have it because for one you y'all both got to be on the same track you got to know what you're doing and because, and then you all want the proper credit. One issue, man, um, Daniel had back in the day was every time we did an assignment with each other, or we did like a cover, he would have his logo and I would have my logo. And I was like, this is cool, but now nah, two people, they had to go to two different sources in order to find out who did it. And I was like, I wasn't ever trying to um, have bring in anybody under an umbrella, but what I told him back in the day was, I was like, dog, before I created You Can't Draw, I was like, I'm thinking of where I can do an outlet to where this stamp will be on here, but under the umbrella, people can find other people. You know, you'll still get your credit, but it's bigger than just me. I'm looking at it like um, I seen something on the news a long time ago. It was these kids. They had their own computer company. It was one name, but it was 10 employees, and they all got their credit for it. So I didn't want it to just to be like, oh, I did this and I did this. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, one name, one umbrella, boom, 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 boom. You get your credit for it. Like how any other business would be, so it can kill all confusion.
1: So, do you feel like that um, you guys here at Corporate Thug and Media, you kind of do that with um, your sketches, The Office, D A office right the whole you you guys kind of so that's like kind of part of your artistry that you get to bring all of your guys talents in this one place
2: you know how much uh, genius i realized that, that was like we're in the office and we're doing office skits and stuff but we're all actually doing something in this office like separate things separate things yeah like, right that's that's artistry
1: right right and um so like they don't like that
2: <laughs> what they doing in there i don't know
1: yeah, Y'all doing everything in here, which is it's, it's kind of awesome because it's like the best way to collaborate because you guys kind of leverage all your best abilities. And and so like, hey, someone is uh better at this and I'm able to bring someone that I actually work with closely to be able to do this for you, even though I'm not able to do this for you. And I can still it's still a collaborative kind of thing. Yeah. Right.
2: Most definitely.
1: Awesome. Do you have any questions?
0: For real. <laughs> Dude, I was just listening. I was just like, go ahead. Awesome.
1: Questions? That's great. And I hope that you guys are all listening too and you all get something from this. And so we kind of want to um, talk about today's topic, and this will be dating as an artist and i wait, wait wait, what dating as an artist
2: no one told me what we're talking about
1: <laughs> i gotta talk to
2: my manager i can't i'm like
1: <laughs> who's your manager
2: shout out to miss felicia
1: okay uh, she should be here then <laughs> <Talk> <laughs> <me if you're...
2: laughs> you got jokes <laughs> i think you need a better okay, manager i mean yeah. you be outside how about that
1: yeah. fired. <laughs> and this is part of dating <laughs> as an artist because if y'all don't know i date johnny
2: who you date <laughs> Johnny who? They don't know this it's Johnny Dang out here. You know what I'm saying? It's TV Johnny. You know, it's Johnny Depp. You know what I'm saying? Which what? Which one with the most bloody girl? This one.
1: I'm glad you said all that, because that is definitely part of dating as an artist. Yeah. So I'm glad you be like girl Johnny Dang. Expose yourself. Expose expose the truth.
2: All right, let's get to it. I'm yeah, ready. Dun, get dun, to dun. Dun. Can I use a lifeline? Like if it gets too tough. <laughs>
1: You got a lifeline, a phone call, and you can uh, ask bruh, the audience. Bro,
2: tell her I was with you, bro. He was with me. Okay, go ahead.
1: So you got three lifelines.
2: All right, cool. I'm not gonna play with you. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, we you, you can chime in. The light in the. We ain't even
1: gonna start with you because uh, we already know you, you won't want to talk about yourself. Let's start with Raven. Okay. Raven is single. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Raven, how for you is it dating as an as an artist? Like, what does it mean? First of all, like, honestly, what are you looking for when you're looking for? Because, like, you know, there's uh. dating. And, of course, there's always, like, you know, all the stipulations, constituencies <laughs> for dating. <laughs> is like <laughs> all that shit, <laughs> you know. But beyond that, beyond, like, what you look for in a certain person, like, Ooh. especially, like, particularly what are you looking for that you're like, Okay, I need you to fucking relate to my art
0: in this way. Honestly, I want you to just like to support me as much as I support myself.
1: So, what is support to you, though? What like, it, what does it look like to you?
0: Well, shit. If I'm going to these shows, you should be at my shows. If I'm, I'm like pushing my art. You should be posting my art, like stuff like that. Anything I do that has to do with my art, I feel like you should do the same thing. Okay. Cause I mean, you're you're dating an artist. This is what I do. So I mean, if you're gonna be here, you know, you might as well push it with me. So what happens if like you
1: you're really interested in in a normal way to a person, but they're not normal. like into you know like I hey, I like you. I I think you're a good person. Um, you treat me really well. Uh, you know those kind of things that are important to people in general. But what if they don't like
0: your art? <laughs> well, they ain't talking to me. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> <Some more. So, laughs> They're so, not talking to me. So that's it. Like, they that's it. Ha- you're they not, have you're not to talking like to me. your art. You don't like my art. You don't like me. You don't like my art. You don't like me. I feel that. I feel nah, that. What I'm are you wrong. here for? Why why are you? This here? is me. My art is me. So if you don't like
1: my art, you don't like me.
0: So I love to I love to
1: uh bring this bring this up. So like what if you had like a Russell Wilson, but he wasn't oh into your art? <laughs> I don't give
0: a f- <laughs> I ain't gonna say no word, but you know, I'm, I mean you don't it get don't fucked. matter. It don't matter facts it, so it don't matter who you is, you can be to- Michael Jackson, you don't like my art. Actually, to get you, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, and you know what? Facts, because actually Russell Wilson bought the masters to Ciara's music, so actually he did love her art, oh, in a way.
0: The nigga got money, too. <laughs> <laughs> he changes
3: everything, I swear. Oh
1: my I'm God. saying, though, you got to do the best with what you got. Oh, he it. said, I got all this money, and I'm going to do the best with it.
0: Well, at least he's doing the best with it. That's That's good for them.
1: Right, right. So how... All right, so you did elaborate on kind of like how they can show support and it's by posting your things. If you post it, it's just basically mimicking- Or like, you know, just
0: sharing, you know, you talking to your friends or whatever, like, hey, look, my, my girl do art or something. You know I'm like? Show people. I mean, it it don't hurt. It don't cost you no money or nothing. I- and then they might have some money and they can just come back to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't even have that money just to support an artist. You don't. You don't cuz word of mouth like what does that cost you? And that's that's the biggest thing is about who you know. And it's true like us
1: as artists we're always telling everyone about our art. So it's kind of like if you know somebody and you know they're looking for art, why are you not telling them about my art? Cuz you mm. don't like my art, then why the fuck are you here? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi.
0: Hi, um, Johnny. So, Irene, it's your turn. What's up? Ask away. Sure. How did you feel <laughs> when it comes to dating an artist?
1: I had I have to say that like dating an artist and being an artist is is kind of tough because you're kind of as an artist, you're kind of always focused on your goals as an artist, and you kind of have to incorporate another artist into that and it's it's kind of like like you can support friends but you know that's to a limit because it's you don't want to support them more than you support yourself right so now you're dating someone and it's and supporting them to me is kind of an investment because supporting you is going to make you go further and therefore it's going to be more for our relationship but it has to be a balance because I can't support you more than I support myself because then I start feeling like, well, you don't support me as much as I support you. And well, does that mean that my work is less important? Does that mean that my work is less awesome than yours is? And then, you know, and just being in a relationship period is difficult, but I think that, being in a relationship with an artist, as an artist, be- it becomes way more difficult because you don't really know that balance until you get there. Am I right or am I right?
2: Right, she asked you a question. Am
0: I right or am I right? She ain't talking to me. <laughs> oh,
2: well, if I could try, man.
0: Yeah, it's your turn. I mean, we might as well just go ahead and go over there. <laughs> man,
2: man, what can I say? I'll tell you like this in my dating experiences never have I ever dated anyone that had the same um, energy or goals such as I um, it was more so I was doing what I was doing for a hobby and um, and everybody was just working no one seen it going as further as it could so when I did start dating an artist it showed me a lot I had to learn a lot it was quite different so um,
1: what was different be specific. Just,
2: I, I will expound. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will expound. What was different was just in a, engaging with somebody just as creative as I, but also had goals such as I and wanted to put themselves out there. So last year, which you both seen, last year was crazy for me. And I was not ready for um, everything that had came my way. Nothing would have prepared me for uh, having to be in this office graciously with what we have. And the things in which I had to learn and the things that was going along, uh, it was a lot. So when it came to supporting the artist, I got to a sense of comfortable of having the support, but not knowing how to display it back. And when I did do it, it was in, in a form of creativity in which I thought and I was doing it. Um, I always like to be a creative person. I never like to be too cliche with anything. So when I had, I always put emphasis on the marketing class I took because it really helped me. It, it, one thing it, it stated was When you post something Don't tell people to go there Don't ever say Hey check this out You just post it And you incorporate it in your sentence Because people are like Oh who is that What is that People don't like to be told To do something And I ran with that notion So it has been times Where I posted you creatively I didn't say go Hey go check that person out." they were like Oh who is this What's this Let me go look into it myself That was my way Of creatively Putting I'm dating out here And me creatively Trying to put My other the per, the other person I'm dating, which that's an artist, to check them out. Because I felt, if I directly said, hey, go check this out, they wouldn't have gravitated towards it. But then, it's a whole new woman. You never, I didn't post nobody on my, on my timeline like that. So now you're intrigued. And so I felt like, as if, okay, here goes a boost. Not saying it's a boost for you, but like, okay, now they're in your world. Keep them. Keep whom, whom's ever in your world that I hadn't transferred over and try to grasp them however. Because, you could be a dope artist, don't get me wrong, but some I might not be able to understand or relate to what you're doing because cultural reference or because I'm so in-depth in what I've been doing that it just doesn't hit me how it hits you because it's entirely different. That's like me going from rapping to doing hip-hop stuff and then trying to understand oil pastel. Like it's a, You have to entirely refresh your mindset to understand what this person is bringing to you and what they're passionate about. Because what you're passionate about is changing your life during the moment. So to a sense, it can seem like it comes off as selfish. But then if that's the only thing, what you're doing, that's paying your bills, because everybody else has jobs, you know, I mean? but and you're locked in here and you're trying to figure out my next move is going to be my best move. It's a lot of pressure on you. And to some people, when they just see you drawing, they don't think as far as it can go, especially in dating. I'm Johnny Davis. Thank you. <sighs> no, <I'm
0: just> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I ain't to hit it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so like a lot of times. Um, so anthem um <laughs> let's hear from somebody who's not technically an artist even though he is our engineer and he does some kind of artistry for I, us i can't draw some, someone who doesn't draw <laughs> or paint or like express themselves creatively but more technically like um have you ever dated an artist or have you ever thought about dating an artist uh
3: no i'm not dated a like a specific artist in the I means of your you were talking. Y'all were talking about. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't see a problem with it. Uh, I would definitely be intrigued by it. Sure.
1: So, uh, do you feel like uh, uh, you'll be ready for like that kind of support? Because I mean, listening to us, do you feel like that's that's a lot more than just like regularly dating? dating?
3: I, yeah. I mean, I'm I support my friends already with their artistic avenues. With a significant other, I don't see would be any different. I would obviously I have to contribute a lot more. But I would have absolutely no problem going to show. I love going to art shows, so I would, you know, show up, repost. That's easy stuff. Like that should be common sense if you're in a relationship with somebody. But you know, a lot of people I guess don't realize that. Um, I think you should actually you should probably go like above and beyond if they need supplies. Like you need money for supplies. You know, what do you? You know, do you need help with? You know, like that. That's things like you're supporting their craft. Like I would, I, if someone's dating me, I would hope they would help me with my podcasting. So it should go vice versa. You want to help bring out the best of someone that you're dating. So I
1: agree. I feel like buying supplies is something that's not necessarily thought of, but yeah, it's no, so we were, helpful. We were talking right? about
3: that. We were talking about that yesterday at that that uh, gallery. I didn't really I didn't. I, you know, I don't paint, so I didn't think about that. When you're you're talking, you're negotiating with the artist, like you said that like. Buying supplies can factor into the price of the total, you know, for the artwork. I didn't even, that never crossed my mind before. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. So, like, especially if you're painting in oils and you have to buy $25 tubes. I mean, just, I mean, seriously, for me, like, if somebody buys me a a tube that's like really this color that you don't even realize that, like, how they have to make the color and Mm -hmm. why it's so expensive, I'm going to be like, well, thank you so much because literally, I probably wouldn't buy this unless it was on sale because I <laughs> can't afford it because it costs that much. And that that's a, a really important thing. And do you feel like as somebody who's not an artist, could you date someone whose art you didn't like?
3: Uh, no, because like you say, like art is a uh, it's a part of you so are it's an expression of who you are so if i don't like your art then it, it's kind of signifying that i don't really like you uh, in a way like i think you could probably make it work but i think deep down truly you wouldn't be able to vibe all the way if you if you weren't at least feeling their art
1: and they would and i feel like as artists we would totally feel that mm-hmm. and we would kind of um it, it it would become a problem because we would more gravitate towards the people that like our art and we wouldn't you would see a side of us Interacting with people that like our art versus interacting with you, someone that expresses that they don't like our art. And, and we really wouldn't gravitate towards that anyway. I feel it's like being trying to make something work with somebody not even tried to. I I feel that. Yeah. I feel it too. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think like a big part of being an artist is socializing and networking. And I think that um when you're in a relationship, you kind of have to make boundaries on that because um like when you're single, you you know you you can socialize and network in a way where it's really open and and you don't have to worry about what someone else thinks about it and It's true that once you get in a relationship, no matter what you have to care about what someone else thinks, even if it is your own work like you have to care like that you make these kind of boundaries that um especially us being women, I have to say that a lot of people are attracted to us and they may try to cross those boundaries and they don't really care if you're in a relationship or not what <laughs> people do stuff
2: like that what that's crazy i thought it was a village of, of love out here we all respect damn what world are y'all living in
0: it is crossing it boundaries
2: not respecting relationships what i ain't know a- Oh, Come God. You, son.
1: There are people that genuinely just love your work and they love you because they love your work and they feel related to you. So they're like, oh my God, you're this goddess. You're amazing. You're like this well, super awesome, but awesome about, being. So where, so Raven, like- So what
2: does it do to the artist?
1: So <laughs> Raven, as a single person, do you ever make those boundaries in between like people that are- like basically sweating you because they love your art, or just sweating you because of you.
0: You know, like where where do you draw the line there? I mean, I've had people buy my art just because I was attractive, right? Which I don't like because I mean, like don't don't buy my art just because I'm attractive. Buy it because you like it,
1: right? You know what I'm saying? Right, and that's a that's like a real thing, and that's it kind of uh, and and I think a lot as women because we are like. I mean, uh, it's, pretty
0: it's
1: men too. And men, and men too. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know some
0: women and bought some men right. paintings just because that nigga was attractive. Was right, like,
1: right. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's fine. You can say whatever you want, Raven. Um, but you know, it's it, it's like a thing. Like people just buy your art because they're attracted to you. And they actually and,
0: told me. And it was you're like, not, I bought this just talking at your number.
1: And what? Like you're like, well, you're well, not gonna your say no? I mean. like, okay. And you're not gonna say no, right? No, I. You're agree not gonna right be like, that. oh, please, don't, don't do that, do don't I I do that. I'm like, give me your money. Just yes, please take my art because eventually it's gonna mean something. <laughs> exactly. So,
0: I mean, even if you did it because of that, I
1: mean. So like, where, where, where is the line there? Like, if you were dating somebody, I know you're you're single right now, but like, if you were dating someone, where would you cross the line in between networking, like? um let's think about this like we go we go out and we do business and we have drinks i mean but you know like you is know that okay when, or is that not no that's great right right <laughs> i feel I feel like everyone goes out and everyone I mean, has most, business mo- I like drinks i most
0: artists does something mm. something <laughs> because like most artists are not sociable mm. at all exactly that's a lot no, I,
2: I entirely disagree with that. I'm an artist. I'm very sociable.
0: Nobody talking about you. Okay. <laughs> I said most. You, um. you like that that uh, that twenty percent over there. The twenty um. okay. percent. is a big draw, deal. Johnny. Oh.
1: So Johnny, so Johnny, since you're <laughs> sociable, where do you draw the line between like networking, business, and yeah. being in a relationship? Because you know there's some things you have to leave for your relationship.
2: I, I, I try to the things I do in my personal relationship. I don't want to do it out, while out networking.
1: Well, what kind of things are those? Because some some things can be, you know, you do them with, friendly, like we were talking about, like going out and having drinks.
0: Um, you know, that can, me, you, like, because
1: we know drinks can lead to certain things, but also all people that do business and they do business meetings, there's always drinks there.
2: There's facts. There's always drinks there. I say.
1: Where's the cutoff line?
2: The cutoff, it, it has to be a cutoff line because. We're adults. When the sun goes down, you know, it's a whole different vibe, even when the sun is up. it's a, You know, it's all dependent on the individual. It doesn't even matter. It's just the person because somebody can be up at 4 in the morning handling business with a person privately and, and be about their business, and the other person can be off of that. And they be like, shit, it's 4 in the morning. So where is you that trying? Line? You trying to catch some brunch? <laughs> I mean, where the line is, do you – do you say these things to this person if the opportunity doesn't present itself or do you wait for it to, pre- to for it to present itself and then you address it? Um, And in, and, in um, and Avengers, right? Uh, Winter Soldier, like Captain America was like Nick Fury. We're attacking the threat before it starts. Like that's not us. That's not how we orchestrate. So do you, try to attack these situations before it happened or let it be known? Or do you wait for the, hey, your leg get grabbed and while you're intoxicated and other influences and have to think about it? Or do you just, man, I ain't finna walk into this around this time because this is what this can look like. You have to really think and consider those things. You feel what I'm saying?
1: I agree. I agree because um, a lot of times um, I'm very... I'm an introvert, but I'm very sociable, especially, like, online because it's easier to be sociable online than it is um, in person because you, you have to catch me at the right place in person. Like, I I have to show up for you to be able to speak to me in that way. But online, it's easy because, like, anyone in the world can speak to you in a way. And and now you have to – The and the thing about getting a, a message online is you always have to decipher – whether it's going towards the left or towards the right and text messages are easy to misunderstand what (laughs) text messages are easy to misunderstand so (laughs) like is this person really the kind of person who is always really friendly and they speak to everyone this way or are they being extra friendly with me because they want something else
2: do we take the time to find out that's so, the question.
1: well, of course, and someone as in a business, and if you think about supply and demand, like you're always gonna take the time to find out. You're if you're a business person, you always have to take the time to find out
2: if my client is taking me serious. Or if not? this
1: person is taking you serious or not, wouldn't yeah. be serious
2: if the business, the money transaction went through.
1: Well, all people don't function in that way because, especially being a painter or artist, like a lot of times people buy your work because of something that you told them personal about yourself, something that you took the time to explain about themselves and they feel like they can relate to you. And they're like, oh yeah, I relate to you. So I super relate to this piece of artwork and I feel like you know me. And because of your transparency with me, I feel like I could be transparent with you. So like, I so want to buy your artwork. But then that is also a thin line because when people do get to know you that way they if you're an awesome person then they do like you and then it's like well i know you like me but i'm not i'm not i'm not for you okay i'm not you know what i'm saying like so that that's a very thin line it's like you like me you feel relatable to me i was transparent with you you feel like you can be transparent with me therefore you feel a connection with my artwork but other people that are buying your artwork don't always know how to decipher whether they feel connected to your artwork or they feel connected to you. And it's like that's where, as an artist, you have to try to draw the line for them.
2: Isn't it also the perception of what you put out there?
1: Well. What, does, that,
2: does that, the information that's out there? Because you have the artist, you have the artwork, and then you have you. and if okay so music people express themselves and people can relate to it music great and so to a sense i understand what, what you're saying but it's hard to get a hold of a musician personally you know what i mean you just can't summon them or pull up on them a musician because of course they have security and everything like that and they're hard to find it's called availability and that's something i learned about myself I had an issue at one point where people had too much access to me because I allowed it because I was comfortable with it. So since it was a dopamine, I was like, "Oh, you see me working. Well, thank you, you know what I mean? It was too much congratulations. I had to learn to take this amount of it and just keep working. I didn't need I did not need too much validation or congratulations in order to move forward. I got it, Thank you, now I keep working. and if you want to get a hold of me, here's my email or or a message when it's pertaining to business or a casual hello such and such but um me personally i wouldn't want to give everybody too much of me in order to uh purchase what i have because for example we kind of i told you about that one lady that was like she was it seemed like she was doing the most to give me the rest of my money and i was like at that point i'm like bruh okay it went from i'm about to send it to you to oh, my jobs here i'm not gonna do all that for the remainder of this i'm gone it was too much energy. And I didn't feel like chasing that small amount of money for that person, so I'd rather cut it off. And when they're ready to send it to me, they'll send it to my Cash App or PayPal. I'm not gonna have to continuously try to convey you and have conversations with you because this is a business transaction. When you go to H-E-B, you have your small conversations, you pay for your food, and you get the hell up out of there just like any other business transaction. On Nike.com, if you have a, um, an issue, you type it up and you send it to corporate. It's not a we having an intimate conversation or we're conversing back and forth and, until you finally decide and I decide what you're trying to do is A, B, and C. And so I want to start making steps in the way of A, B, and C.
1: So you feel like um, the, the, the boundary is availability. So that's like that's Access, the I would standard. say,
2: okay, avail, availability is like my availability, how I'm going to do it for You Can't Draw is going to be Monday through Friday. On the weekends, I'm going to dedicate it to my relationship. Well, excuse me, my son, relationship with me and my son, and my relationship, and the other important things in which I have to do. You know what I mean? Then I pick back up on my work on the weekdays, because there's been times to where I didn't brought it in, and it cut into other time. You know, say for instance, me and him, we go out for a day. Um, six hours, when he go to sleep, I right, he sleep. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go do something else. You know what I mean? Then I pick back up on my work. I was conditioned before I start dating, I'm doing my work seven days a week because that's what got me to those platforms in which I've made it to, not stopping consistency. But now I have to be mindful. As long as it doesn't slow, slow my work ethic down and doesn't get in the way of anything, to be mindful and have a better schedule so if I'm waiting, it won't drive me crazy and it won't affect the people around me. I
1: think that's pretty good advice. So Raven, do you have anything else to add into dating an artist? <laughs>
0: She's your girl, no. you I know.
2: Raby, I would really like to hear your insight. Like
0: you went, you. went, I was just stuck in your story. I was just like, yeah. I, I yeah, mean, yeah.
2: May I ask yeah. you, what did that make you feel? Did you learn something from it? Or did Of course it, I did. Okay, I was just asking. I didn't know what, what you
0: feel. But you right about the availability. The availability. The availability availability <laughs> is very, availability. very crucial. I, that, that's true, though. But at the same time, it's just like I feel like it's different for different like forms of art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Expound, please. All right, okay. Just like you said, music, you know, you can't really get to them because they got security because, like, you know, they're a musician, whatever. But like being an artist, you have to have that availability to have that that connection with people like that.
2: Oh, and this I don't want to contradict itself because say for instance somebody in your DM and they're trying to get something right now and you don't respond in thirty minutes, you could have lost the cell, they would have found somebody else. So it's like but I, feel, I feel
0: like if they wanted it, then they But
2: but then it don't work like answer. that because I've I've gotten <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you for responding back so quickly. Like, usually, it take people a day or two. That hey, what's going on? What you to steal that deal in like ten minutes. Now you got two fifty in your account, or or a little bit less, or a little bit more because your consistency and they see your page. Like oh, I, right. I, I, you know what I mean. So I think in dating, you have to let your significant other know. Hey, like hey, hold on, this is this business. Let me seal this. You know what I mean? I ain't well, trying to, I ain't course. trying to, I ain't trying to cut into what we're doing. Yeah, but let's get this money because you're gonna be happy when you eat good mm-hmm. off this money. You feel me?
1: Yeah, we're, I think, uh, so we, so like <laughs> we went to the art gallery yesterday and yeah. then we were we met this guy, Tim, I wish I could remember his name. I hate myself right now, but he's at Nancy and Hardy Art Studios uh, behind the Houston Underground. Um, so if you get a chance to go in there and go into his studio, he has a great story. He paints the best realism art. That shit looks like a damn picture. So amazing. Um, I wish I would have brought his damn card. Um, but he, like, he told us his story and it's something that he said about, like, you know, cause he has a wife and kids and he used to be a broker and then he quit that to do art. Yeah, and I, true. and I asked him and I was like, well, like what made you quit to do art? And, you know, z- you know, explain to me the dynamic about having a family. And she basically told him like, do you're miserable doing this job, you know, do what you love. And then she so told him like, don't fuck it up. And then so how he would approach her all the time is like, oh, you want brunch with your friends and then comes you. So like, you know, pay the bills first. The bills comes first. Like, you know, you love your phone and then comes you. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of a thing also like, hey, I got to paint this shit so I can... I feel like that's at the top of the list like I have to paint this so then the bills come and then comes you. You know what I'm saying? So like in in and, and as being an artist like you got to be with somebody who understands that. First, I got to make this art so I could pay these bills. So then comes you, you know, and I feel like that's a a really important thing. And I think if you don't date somebody who understands that, then they'll feel like I'm always on the back burner. I'm always safe for last when really actually you come first, but then bills. And then my art comes right before you, but you really actually... After that, you do come first. Miss Strokes,
2: can I ask you a question? Of, of course. Okay, thank you. I want to mm-hmm. ask you personally, uh, and I'm pretty sure you wouldn't mind the listeners knowing, um, with our support system and understanding and, and things we have to go through to understand each other, what's something different you say you would have did <laughs> um, that was miscommunicated when it came to me and I can say something on behalf when it comes to you? And if you need an example, I'll give it. I'll give mine first.
1: I mean, okay, go ahead. Give yours first. Okay, all
2: right? yeah. Yeah. This of water. Nah. Parched. Bye. Okay, got tongue. Yeah. Okay. No, uh,
1: I, I want to understand you better, so I would like for you to explain so, your understanding so like
2: about on, it first. On my behalf, I uh, would have <laughs> communicated with you my plans on with my illustrations and how I wanted to do it, and my deadlines, and I would have set boundaries, and I would have asked you. How do you feel about this versus being stuck in my go mode at which that was just a word I made up that sound like go go (laughs) mode go 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 Go, go, go. sound like some (laughs) shit on a game arcade (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) know but um I would have got it more in depth and wrote it out and said hey I want to do this and considering that you're a person I'm dating of that time how do you feel about it and listen to you and communicate with you a lot better when executing or sharing posts or associating with others outside of the people that I usually associate with. Not trying to get your yeah you can go ahead and do that but just like being mindful <laughs> of you because you're a human just like I'm a human and things do affect us and I wish I would I ain't going to say wish I would have took a couple steps forward to look forward to this situation is not going to pan out possibly how I think it's going to be because she <laughs> doesn't think how I think so let's communicate on that. And understand it.
1: <laughs> I feel like uh, for, for me, the biggest thing is... You um, look
2: gorgeous, by the way. Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I think that the biggest, honestly, the biggest thing for me is that I have to develop relationships with people. And um, the f- matter of fact is that being a woman, no matter what... Every single business is men saturated. It's saturated sexist. with it's. It is totally sexist. Even though we rule the world, it's always men saturated. So, like, I have to talk to a lot of men, and I know that people find me attractive. Therefore, I, I mm. have to. I have to. <laughs> I have to deal with that, like. I like and it's it's just as frustrating for me as it is for someone that I'm with, and then that may not always seem true because I've learned to deal with this as in life like this this is my life, I have to deal with this, I have to be able to talk to men even though and see beyond the fact that they're probably assholes and be able to um still get what I need from it. And at the same time, you know, stand up for myself, and that may not always look like what someone I'm with thinks that it looks like, and they just have to have that kind of confidence in me. And I think that deals with any relationship, you know. Of course, like you just have to get to know that person and how they deal with and how they deal with that. And I'm not a hateful person, so I'm not always going to be cursing out these dudes that are being disrespectful to me, but you know, I'm also gonna be trying to manipulate and sway the situation into my kind of way, even though they are being that way. And that's something that I've kind of learned.
2: Okay, that's cool. I like that. Um, so when do you say, okay, this is too much? Like, how? Remember, I told you how a lady was like, it went from, "I'm gonna send you the payment," to, "You can pull up at my job." I'm like, bro, this is getting too much.
1: Yeah, I would say that um, too much is probably, it always happens in person. It's, it's never just on uh, online, it's like a, a in-person kind of thing. You can always tell in person if, if when you meet them in person, are they doing too much? Are they asking you, like, hey, let's go out? And I'm like, "Nah." You know what I'm saying? Because after you meet me in person and we're doing business, like, you want to go beyond that, that's... A difference. If you're talking to me online and you say, "Hey, let's meet in person," I'll still meet you in person. We'll talk in person. We'll talk about this. But now, where are you trying to go beyond that?
2: I summon you here to sacrifice your soul to the third god.
1: And so, I hope that you guys got <laughs> a lot out of this. Um, you want the bottle? Raven wants a bottle of effing vodka. Is too much, this. Is this
2: too much, sis? Can y'all start dragging it across the
3: table. Please? Yeah, sorry. Just, just put music sound effects on it. Okay? <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm
3: gonna put you singing Jigglypuff over there. That's
1: <laughs> awesome, actually.
3: Thanks, man. I love you, dog. Thank you. Thank Matter you. Matter of fact, let's talk. We about have them. a
1: great engineer here at um, at Corporate Thug and Media six three six three Richmond. Yer. We're yeah, <laughs> we're so glad that Stop. you. I hope that you guys got. Um, something out of this and then always we're trying to add value to you artists and if there's anything you guys want us to talk about please do incorporate within and thank you And, again, you can find me at Strokes and Quotes, just like that, on Instagram. And I'm Irene, a.k.a. Strokes. And we have Raven. Ray Um, yeah,
0: Oh, Ravey's here? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at R-A-Y-V, three eyes. You know, we can spell. And our guest,
1: you can't draw Johnny. Um, Thank you
2: very much for having me on your platform. I forgot Johnny was here. Um, <laughs> how could you? You're you're the <laughs> silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, you see these
2: Stop playing with me, baby. Um, it was. I enjoyed. I enjoyed both of y'all today, and I really enjoyed it. And I would love to come back again if y'all allow me. Thank yeah. you.
1: And he did create our logo design. So if you're looking for logo designs, please do contact at You can Draw Johnny for logo designs. I drew that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Mwah.
1: Mwah. A, that was funny Pretty
2: girl so, so Sorry right. That's grown up
1: stuff <laughs> My bad Those kids It uh, was on uh, uh, It's alright uh, <laughs> I mean, No
2: one cares uh, uh, <laughs> I'll see you later
1: right,
0: Bye In the uh, bathroom uh, oh,
2: I like that.